Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. Welcome, Browns backers. I'm Chuck Campisi, joined by Tony Dick, and this is Believe in the Browns. And just to give you a quick background on who your hosts are, Tony Dick worked in various capacities with the Browns over the course of 21 seasons with the team. So when he mentions being in the building, it's being in the building. He started with the team as a member of the Browns crew in 91, Worked with them up until the time they left for the city who shall not be named. Uh, <laughs> he rejoined the Browns upon their return to Cleveland and served his last nine years with the team as the team's manager of alumni relations before leaving in October of 2015. Tony is also a member of the Pro Football Researchers Association and has served as a research assistant for several documentary projects with NFL Films, NBC Sports, Time Warner Cable Sports Channel, and Epics. Myself, I have experience in the sports industry in various capacities with Major League Baseball teams, NCAA programs, the Miami Dolphins, the Buffalo Bills, and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, where I earned a Super Bowl ring with the Buccaneers. Super Bowl, anybody? 37. 37. Uh, and between Tony and I, we've probably worked about 20 Super Bowls. We're brought to you by the Believe Podcast Network, the number one podcast network for professionals. Do you believe? Hey, Browns backers, welcome to Believe in the Browns with Chuck Campisi and Tony Dick. We are brought to you by the Believe Podcast Network, the number one podcast network for professionals. Do you believe? If you enjoy the show, please subscribe, rate, and review us on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Luminary. Tune in or wherever you find your favorite podcast. You can find us at Believe.com or at Browns Believe. That's at Browns, B-L-E-A-V. The Super Bowl is right around the corner. If you're looking to place a bet on any of the playoff games leading up to the Super Bowl, betonline.ag is the best and only place to lock in. It was an up-and-down weekend for Tony and I. Saturday, a little rough. Three and six for both of us. Sunday, I turned it around a little bit. I go six and three. Tony turns it around a little bit, not quite enough. Four and five. So for the playoffs, I'm sitting at nine and nine. Tony's at seven and 11. Our regular season magic didn't quite hold. However, from game spreads and totals to team player and coaching props, 
Bet Online gives you more options to wager than any place. And there is always the online casino. It never closes. So head to betonline.ag today and take advantage of all the great sign-up bonuses. Again, that's betonline.ag and sign up today. BetOnline, your online sports book experts. Tony, 48-37, Cleveland Browns beat the Steelers in their personal house of horrors. Uh, what, what do you have to say? Uh, you, you know, I, I think I, along with many, many others, I, I don't know how many people, you know, I, I know I've run into a couple of people this week. They're like, I knew it. I knew that's uh, like, I'm calling um, a family show. So I'm going to call oh. BS on that. I mean, it's, <laughs> I, 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 I don't if, think if they knew it, they would have been betonline.ag. They would have put the mortgage payment down. Yeah, be driving a Ferrari. Yeah. Right uh, yeah. I, I mean, to me, I it just at some point. I will admit, at some point, even as we got into the third quarter, which I don't blame myself for this, I kind of blame the coaching staff a little bit, I felt like, oh my God, here comes the Steelers. This, you know, the magic's going to wear off. But in that first quarter, I just could not believe it. The, the points were just raining on us. It's like we couldn't stop the points from coming, uh, even if we wanted to. And I think, you know, the, the one thing, I'll, I'll kind of jump ahead a little bit. I got to apologize to our defense. You know, but I, I guess in our defense, we didn't know who was going to play anyhow, right? Yeah. So, I mean, we didn't know. Well, yeah. I, let's, let's not go too far. I mean, yes, the four hundred they did give up 37 points. Well, so, yeah, uh, but, you know, that, yeah. that to get up 28, nothing like that. Yeah, um, and I don't know how much they had to do with that first touchdown. I think that looked like, uh, you know, Elway in, in, out there in New York in the Super Bowl. But uh, Keystone Cops. Yeah, I mean, we, we uh, got on them early and ran the ball. I know we got away from the run a little bit. We can talk about that later, but uh, I, I felt like we were just doing everything right. I mean, nothing, it, it was like nothing could go wrong. I mean, it, correct me if I'm wrong, but um, and we were down like minimal penalties, uh, certainly minimal turnovers on our end. And, you know, when you have that coupled with the Steelers just completely unraveling, um, it was just a perfect storm. I mean, I don't think you could have asked for a, a better – you know, recipe for, for the, for the Browns was awesome. Yeah. And I think, you know, you mentioned it, right. Hey, at that third quarter, people were still worried. I think it goes into that fourth quarter. I honestly think I, and I've said this before, I, you know, having worked with him, I, I love coach Tomlin. I think he's a great coach. That fourth and one decision to punt oh, yeah. at the beginning of the fourth quarter, when Pittsburgh was down 12 points, it was 35 to 23. Yeah. Fourth and one at their 46, that decision to punt, that won the Browns the game. Yeah. That, I mean, that was, I, I I would rarely say, that was, I don't know if it was cowardice or ignorance or what it was, that was one of the worst coaching decisions I think I've ever seen a coach make. Throwing the ball on the one-yard line of Seattle. One of, one of, right? 1.1. One, one, one of. <laughs> Yes, yeah. No, it was awful. It was, and it sends a signal to the team. It's almost as if, you know, you know, we're giving up. I, I I mean, I mean, I felt, I felt, as a, as someone who's rooting for the, I felt a thousand times better when they took that delay a game penalty and and they punted. I mean, I, I felt like at that point, yeah. I knew the Browns were going to win because I was like, "Oh man, this we is it. run it's, it. it's yeah. over." Yeah. Like they're 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 not even thinking of fourth and one. Yeah, at essentially midfield, they're down twelve. 
and they're afraid to go for it. Yeah. yeah. It, it, and, and, and I'll, I'll say this, like there isn't, there has not been over the course of his career with the Steelers. There has not been many times that you've been able to say that Mike Tomlin got out coached. I, I mean, you know, certainly not against the Browns. Um, you know, <laughs> so, uh, you know, to see that, I think it's a, I, I, you know, I don't want to overplay this because I know we've heard, uh, you know, I've heard this week, oh, this is a seismic shift and, you know, no, well, are they going to fire Tomlin and yeah. Roethlisberger's retiring? I mean, I don't think, I think it's that. I mean, it's a beautiful win. Obviously, uh, top 10 as far as my lifetime um, wins watching them. But um, I, I, I do think that Pittsburgh, I mean, they're, there's a lot of questions um probably being asked this week in Pittsburgh. I think the biggest one is one that we said two weeks ago when I talked about the fact that I felt the Steelers should have played their first stringers against the Browns because, um, you know, they played decent in the second half against the Colts, uh, at least uh, well enough to win that game. But in order to keep that momentum going, I think they should have come into the Brown, you know, into Cleveland with their starters. And, you know, now, you know, obviously hindsight's twenty twenty. But they it may have given them an opportunity to knock off the Browns so they didn't have to play them uh, this past weekend. And I know that's got to be wearing on everybody's mind in Pittsburgh. I, I mean. Yeah, I mean, and the thing is for me is the Browns did what a lot of teams have been doing this season. Yes, Pittsburgh had a great record, 12-4, and four, but obviously we know what happened to them that last quarter of the season. Tipped balls for Ben Roethlisberger were the bane of his existence this year. He was one of the league leaders in tipped balls. And I mean, the Browns, I mean, that's where the four interceptions came from. Yeah. I mean, those were mostly tipped passes and, and falling into the right hands. So to me, I mean, you're giving credit to the guys up front for knowing that, Hey, he's going to try to get rid of the ball early and get, just get your hands up. Yeah. We might not get to him, but, we can get the hands up because you could say, Hey, right. Browns didn't have a sack, right? There were no sacks in the game because Steelers yeah. didn't get to Baker and the Browns didn't get to bed, but they got their hands up in the way. And I think that really, I mean, obviously I don't even have to think that impacted the game. Oh yeah. Well that, and, and, and I know even Collinsworth, um, he, he had stopped and, and kind of, they, they rewound the, the film and he pointed out the fact that, uh, you know, up front, we were doing an incredible job of of resetting the line. Like, we, we had such an incredible push. Um, I know there was two times where they were trying to run on short yardage, and maybe I don't know if this led to Tomlin's decision, but at least two times that I remember where it, it was short yardage, and we had such a, sh- a surge on the line that before the back could make his cut into the hole, the line was already there to meet him. And um, so that, like I said, hey, we've been waiting on that all year, though. I, I feel like we had the horses. Oben Joby had, had a good uh, game. Obviously, he didn't have any sacks or anything, but he was one of those guys going up against Pouncey, um, who's, a, you know, he's an amazing center. I mean, he he held his own against him, and um, that shut down just about anything in the middle. I mean, every time they were trying to cut back to the middle, it was not there. Um, so, uh, like I said, kudos to, to our team, uh, you know, our defense for, for stepping up and, um, you know, Hey, hopefully we can keep this thing rolling though, because we're, you know, it, that's, that's the thing. We're at the point of the season now where it's not like, you know, during the regular season, we say, well, we can get through this game. We got this. Crap. <laughs> I mean, 
it's nothing but no, studs it's a murderer's from here. Row. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so, uh, you're gonna have to keep this going, and um, hopefully we can. I mean, at least at least we know we can do it. Um, whether or not we do it is is a whole other thing. Yeah, and I, I thought one of the things interesting from the from the Browns' offensive standpoint is obviously they gave the ball to Chubb on the ground. They did get it to him in yep. the air a couple times, yep. which which had kind of been absent from the offense for a little bit. Yep. Where you know maybe he gets one or two passes a game. And he got four, and he had some big gainers. Getting him, mixing him in, making him a threat out of the backfield, I think adds a layer of complexity to this Browns offense. And maybe that's having a new guy calling plays, or maybe that's just calling plays to whatever the defense is showing you. But it was a great job. I mean, Baker probably could have been a little more accurate, but Uh realistically had a great game, didn't turn the ball over. That was key. Found the right guys when he needed to find guys. Uh, uh, you know, yeah, the defense, I think, deserves a ton of credit. But I was pretty impressed with the offense and the mix of the game plan uh, that they had, especially with, I mean, you're literally pulling guys off the street. Uh, <laughs> when your head coach <laughs> has not met uh, a guy who's playing the last 15 snaps for you, uh, that's yeah. that, that's an interesting uh, team dynamic, shall we say? That's that's taking place. Good old what's his name? Uh, good old what's his face? He's <laughs> <laughs> just one of those great face Cleveland guys, right? Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, we'll take it. Um, yeah, no, I, I think you know, in in going back to what you said, you know, the, the nice thing about adding that wrinkle in um, with Chubb is now that we don't even have to go back to it but the threat of it's going to be there, you know, so Kansas city has to plan for that and they have to account for him now, you know, in the backfield, because typically this season, anybody catching it out of the backfield uh, was going to be hunt. And, and now that you have that threat with either running back, I mean, that that's, that's a nice little wrinkle to add in there going into uh, this week's game. Yeah. Before we get there, we'll give our shout out to, to Blake Hans, but we'll give another offensive lineman a little kudos Jared Veldier. Oh, okay. Yeah. Veldy. <laughs> Played for the Colts, right? Was on their practice squad, was brought up because of COVID issues, but wasn't officially then added to the 53-man roster, but but was there, was with the team. And since he was within the COVID protocol, right, the Packers are having some issues on their offensive line. It looks like they're going to be allowed to sign him Right now that the Colts are eliminated, and since he was a practice squad guy and not a 53-man roster guy, he's going to be potentially the first NFL player in history, Tony, to play for two different teams in the same playoffs. Kudos to Veldy. Right? If, if I'm his agent, though, do, do you want to be signed or do you want to just be on their practice squad again? <laughs> <laughs> just in case? Just bring me the practice. Maybe, the, maybe, uh, yeah, maybe the Bills are going to need me in the uh, championship round. Uh, so, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how this kind of plays out. But uh, but kudos to some you know nameless, faceless offensive linemen. Blake Hans uh, there here with the Browns and, and Jared Veld here with uh, Colts slash Packers, uh, whatever. But just just some interesting tidbits that are happening around the NFL. So, Tony, the Browns now, I believe, head to the home of the defending Super Bowl champions, the Kansas City Chiefs, who had the weekend off, got to sit at home and and, and relax while the Browns uh, battled the Steelers in Pittsburgh. What do you see 
as you look at this Browns Chiefs game? Well, it, it, you know, for me, I, this is going to sound goofy, but um, imagine that. Um, I almost feel like we are better off with the fact that we're playing a Chiefs team that took a week off. Because I, I think if you if you I'm going to call you goofy. <laughs> well, I, well, I, I mean, and, and not to not to compare Mahomes to Roethlisberger or or any of the guys that sat out that last Steelers game, but I think when you're at, at this point of the year, I understand like having the time off and getting the rest, but at the same time, I think there is value in in playing the game and in in being able to you know gain some momentum. I think if we had played Kansas City in the first round. Um, without any momentum, I, I think I'd probably you know pick Kansas City. But I, I think now because we've played a game and they've been off, I think we have a fighter's chance because we've got some momentum coming into this game. And I'm sure, as great as that team is, I'm sure they were watching that game at home and they're probably you know holy crap, <laughs> what are we going up against here? Um, you know those questions have to arise. Now, are they more talented than us? I think. You know, at certain positions, yes, but I, I think, you, you know, we do have some advantages on them. Um, I think, especially offensively, if we can keep the momentum going that that we started in in Pittsburgh, I think we have a chance to win the game. Yeah, I mean, I think the Chiefs' defense is, is not quite, uh, shall we say, elite. Uh, it, it's twenty second in the NFL, but you know, the Browns are twenty fifth, and and they're not a great. <laughs> rushing yeah. uh, defense. They're 31st. So, yeah. you know, pound and chub and haunt. I, however, I will say, you know, going back to a little bit of the analytics, the the divisional round, I think, is where the home field matters. And a lot of it's the bye week. You're looking at it that typically it's a double bye because typically the teams hosting in the divisional round, both teams have had the bye week. Uh, yeah. This year's a little different. Uh, but the winning percentage for those home teams is 7 10. Where in the wild card round, it's only six sixteen, and in the AFC or NFC Championship round, it's only six seventy one. So the bye week does, I think, add a little bit because those teams are one generally better. It's just the reason they got the bye, yeah. and to give them some rest, I think that's the challenge. I do think it was good for Cleveland to be able to exercise some demons here yeah. and 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 move forward and know that they can win a game that matters. Uh, and I think if, if the play calling stays the same, I mean, I, maybe even a, a little less passing and a little more running, just given that chiefs defense and given that, you know, you don't really want to put the number one, number two offense um, in the league on the field at, uh, you know, um, and while our defense did play great this week, I don't know if we're going to get as many tipped passes <laughs> against yeah. uh, Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs as we got against Ben Roethlisberger and the Steelers. So I'm looking for, hey, you, you're going up against the 31st ranked rush defense in the league, and you have, you know, the seventh ranked rush offense in the league, and that's with Chubb missing a quarter of the season. Yeah. Well, it, it should be again the Chubb and Hunt show. Well, and I and I think you know Hunt is for as just aggressive as he was running. Well, he's run the ball aggressively all season against the Steelers. A couple of those runs he had, I mean, it was 
just fun to watch. I, I mean, there was no one was going to stop him. I, I mean, that, he was yeah. running with abandon, and I can't imagine the level of energy and just tenacity he's going to bring into the game this weekend because, he, you know, there's obviously a side story there, and he has something to prove. I mean, um, he, he, you know, do I, I don't think there's any ill will between yeah, him and the organization. Say, I yeah, I mean, but, they but, did what they kind of had to do. Yeah, but, but, but I still believe that he has something to prove, and, and I got to believe in the back of his mind, you know, it, it, nothing against Kansas City, but it's probably even in his own head. We talk about, you know, slaying demons. I mean, he missed out on an opportunity to win a Super Bowl last year. And I'm sure that's not sitting well with him. Yeah. And, um, you know, what's the only way you can rectify that situation is to win one yourself. And and if Kansas City's in the way, I think he's going to come with, with his A game as he does every week. And uh, I'm just excited to see what we, we can do with our run game. I'm not that excited about uh, – you know, us trying to pass against them, um, but 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 the run game. You know, let's you know if we can do the run game. Look what we did against Pittsburgh. I felt like our our run game opened up a lot for our pass game against Pittsburgh, um, and that's the way we should proceed this week. Uh, run, run, run. So the obstacle in front of them is, is that Chiefs offense, as it is for any team that's facing the Chiefs. Right? I mean, when you're steer, steering at Patrick Mahomes, Clyde Edwards-Helaire, Tyreek Hill, Sammy Watkins, Travis Kelsey. That's a, a hell of an offense yeah. to try to manage. They're going to score. They're, 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 they're going to score some points. I, I, I think I'm taking the over. Uh, like, let's just say that. Even if it's um, seventy. Yeah. So, so we'll get into that as, as we kind of move through. Did a little bit of chat on there. I don't think we need to talk much about how great the Chiefs' offense is, uh, because we just know it's great, and I think we know what we want this offense to do from our standpoint in terms of hey, what's where's the success? Where has this team had success? It's on the ground. It's letting that ground game kind of drive uh, what happens in the play, play action game, passing game, all of that. The Browns, Tony, it's the biggest spread of the week, minus 10. It's also the highest over under of the week at 56. <laughs> so I don't think either one of those is probably surprising when you no. look at the slate of games. Where are you at, Browns, Chiefs? Who's going to win? Who's yeah. going to cover? Yeah. And, and what's the over on? I, you know, I, I got burned not, not believing in the team last week. And I, I don't, I don't want to get burned again. Um, I don't, I don't think we'll, I don't think we'll win the game. Um, I'm going to say that I'm picking them not to win the game because I picked them not to win the game last week and I don't want to change anything. <laughs> yeah. So that's going to be my excuse. for. Yeah, let's go. Them we'll we'll go game. with that. Um, you know, in, in just full disclosure, I you you mentioned my record against uh, you, you know uh, on on all accounts last week. I mean, uh, I'm kind of trying to set Vegas up a little bit. I mean, that's uh, you know I, I want to you know it's a rope. Don't mind the sponsor, folks. All right? It's a rope. Don't lose money. It's a rope. Uh, no, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna say Kansas City probably pulls this out just based on their talent on offense alone. I just don't think I don't see us getting too many stops against them Uh, and I don't see I don't see the you know errant um you know snaps uh leading to touchdowns or tip balls as you said I mean Mahomes can deliver that ball from whatever the hell angle he wants to and um I just I don't feel like off you know we're going to be able to get stops against their defense I think our offense can put up points but it's going to come down to the fact that 
we're probably not going to have the opportunity to put up as many points as them. It's going to be a high scoring. Like you said, the over-under, it could be 70. Honestly, I think it's going to be the same as we saw against Pittsburgh. Just the results will be flipped. Um, so I see Kansas City winning. I I don't know if the Browns can keep it. You said 10. Um, 10. I, I don't, I don't, uh, I don't see that. I just don't see it. Um, I, I think, well, I don't know. Here I am trying to figure it out on air. I'm, I'm burning time. I'm going to, I'm going to go with uh, the Browns will cover. So, so we, we will, I will go Kansas city Browns will cover. And, um, I'm definitely taking the over <laughs> unless it's 90 or a hundred. I mean, then I might. Yeah, I, I have to think about it. <laughs> I'm, on, I'm on the same boat with you. I, I the Browns. This is going to sound stupid, right? The Browns impressed me enough that I think they're going to be within ten points of the Chiefs last week. All right, I yeah. guess that's where I stand. I, uh, it was one of those magical games for the defense. I, I just don't think all of those pieces are going to fall in place again. And, and we say it was a magical game for the defense, and you're looking at the stats and they still gave up 500 yards passing and they still gave up 37 points. And yeah. I, and, and that's the thing. It, it becomes it, problematic. It, it, it does. It does. And, and people say, well, that's just, I, I, I'm not going to not look at the numbers and not look at how this team actually performed. Yes. They picked off Ben Roethlisberger four times and they recovered a fumble in the end zone. That is great. That is amazing. Yeah. That is not happening again. No. Right. You can play the Steelers again, a million times and that's not i bet if you went back through all the games that the browns and steelers have played there has never been another game where they've picked off the steelers starting quarterback four times and recovered a fumble in the end zone for a touchdown so the likelihood of those things happening again just leads me to believe that they're not and and so what's going to happen however i do think you get the guys back on offense. The Browns are going to be able to move the ball a little bit against this Chiefs defense. They are going to be able to keep it close. Yeah. I just think the Chiefs have a little more in the tank, and I think they're a little healthier, to be honest, just not even from a injury standpoint, but from a COVID standpoint, yeah. right? You got Because people might say, well, we're getting these guys back. Yeah, but you know what? This is a serious thing, right? It's not like well, we've seen guys that – they're not the same Miles that Garrett, first week when they came yeah, back. Miles Garrett is it's been a month yeah. and he's not the same. And, I mean and, and so that's know. the thing, is it's you know, I'm not saying all these guys are dying on the field, but no, but it does have an impact on their cardiovascular fitness. How yeah. about that? And and their health and well being. I just think that it's it's not gonna happen, unfortunately, for the Browns game, but I do think they're gonna be able to keep it close enough uh, to make this really entertaining and fun. For Browns fans. I think it might come down to the fourth quarter. I just think the Chiefs got have a little more yeah. high level talent. And, and 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 you know, it is difficult for any team, no matter who that team is and, and what they're made of, to come off of such a a huge high and, and, and to be able to replicate that the following week. Because as much as you had to get up for the Steelers, the reality is the Steelers are seated lower and they're a lesser <laughs> team. So now you have to get up even higher than you did for the Steelers. And to do that two weeks in a row, I think, you know, for me, and I'm not big on the moral victory stuff, but the big thing that, that we're going to look, you know, we should be looking to get out of this playoffs is from here on out, we're a playoff team. 
Like we're a playoff team. Like nobody can say that yeah. we're not anymore. So, um, you, you know, learn some lessons, play well, get everybody out healthy. But I, I just, I don't, I, I will be able to compete and put up points, but we're not, we just can't. Well, win it's like game. anything. Could the Browns win, right? Yes. Any given yeah. Sunday, right? Any, the Browns can win. I'm not yeah. saying the Browns, there's not a chance that the Browns are going to win. It's just, if you're asking me and I had to put down that mortgage payment, right. Yeah. On, a, on a bet, um, this is where I'm putting it. So, and, and that's the way it is. So, and that's as of today, as too. of today, as of today yes. because, as of today, you yeah. know, I, I'm, I'm taking a little bit of heat because uh, my picks were off last week, but I, I we made them on Tuesday. Yeah, I picked this. <laughs> I picked the Steelers to win, not knowing that Kevin Stefanski wasn't going to be calling the offense. So that if I could have done it, yeah, 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 yeah. I, I probably would have. Exactly, exactly, exactly. So, so, all right, Browns backers. Well, thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next week. And again, stay tuned for the gambling pod, the prediction pod, whatever you want to call it, uh, where we'll break down the other three games a little bit and. Just toss in, again, our, our picks now that we know them for sure yeah. um, for Browns Chiefs at the end of that one, just in case uh, for those of you who maybe don't tune into the full pod. Try to turn your uh, $600 check into a $6,000 oh, check. Oh, bang. <laughs> just don't listen to me. Stimulus. <laughs> Do opposite of what I said. All right. Have a good one, Browns backers. All right. Jump check. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.